Need your carpets or upholstery cleaned fast? Whether it's a spring clean, bond clean, or just wear and tear from the pets and kids, Be Clean NQ is your premier quality carpet, upholstery, rug, and mattress cleaning service. They'll go above and beyond to guarantee the best job at the best price. And they're 100% locally owned and operated. Have a chat to the busy bees at Be Clean NQ today. Go to beeclean.com.au. Because they're not happy until you are. Is it like this in the studio with ease? It actually is. (laughs) (laughs) When we're live. Let's just do that again. Do it again. I feel rested. Are you rested? The boys saddle up some rookies for the clash with the Panthers. And we're joined by a professional. Welcome to On The Ranch. Episode 138. I am astounded by that number every week when I read it out. I'm XR Bob on Twitter. That guy over there. On video. Morgan Holmes Evans, how you going? Fantastic. How are you? I'm pretty good. Better than last week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Better than last week. Yeah, just coming off an awesome little what little half hour of Patreon. That was great. Mate, they are swimming with content this week. That's some fantastic content. It is. That's pistol basing two guns over there. G'day, we're here for another night. Licking my wounds from the weekend punt at the local L and H race day though. The night ended well though. Night was great. Yep. The day was not so great. If I only backed places instead of all on the nose, it would have been a good day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling you. I'm but feeling you. place bets is for pussies. I'm also feeling you. Yep. 100%. Anyway, the professional that I mentioned before, sitting across from us, uh, first time on this show, not the first time that we've sort of cross-pollinated shows. Anyway, you might no. recognise his voice if you listen to Power 100 during the morning. The early, early morning. morning. Yeah. Early morning. It's none other than uh, Henry Bretz. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, Welcome to a show. Somewhere. I became immediately nervous by the professional uh, description. Well, compared, to us, compared to us three. Uh, but I'm, in your, I'm on your home, home ground. This is your, I've come into, it's 3v1. It's oh, it's a very I'm on point. your turf. That's how we like to do it. Yeah, We've got to advantage. gang up on people. That's good. We need home ground advantage. Yeah. Successful <laughs> podcasting is about bullying, and I've always said that. So well, you should know point. you've got your own podcast. Uh, I don't, yeah. Tell us all it's unpacking Brisbane. If I'm unpacking right. Brisbane, yeah, it's been well. I I only moved up to Townsville 2021 September 2021. How come so you moved up for work actually? Yeah. And I'd never been to Townsville before. True, family in Cairns, and so I'd been to Cairns a bunch. Cool. So you just flew over top of us all the time, basically. Yeah. yeah, and then did you take a piss while you you flew over the <laughs> I top? And I did. Then it yeah. flashed out. I asked the. I said, "Oi." Skipper, or whatever the pilot is. Skipper. <laughs> I always booked the emergency You're on the exit. Wrong vessel <laughs> here, so. yeah. I booked the emergency exit road. Watch out for the bergs. And they can't arrest you if you're pissing. So <laughs> it's part of the, it's yeah, that's a air law that they yeah. But it's yes, an, it's a very little known air law. Very very niche. Very niche. But we yes, I would I would be in Cairns a fair bit, but then had never been to Townsville, got a job and came up in September twenty twenty one. But before moving I was in I grew up in Brisbane. So in, yeah, 2019 started Unpacking Brisbane, so you can check that out. What suburb did you grow up in? I grew up in Hawthorne. And have you done an episode on Hawthorne? Yeah. Oh, yeah I can't wait to hear we have. I think we did, I think, so Joe, who is my, my best friend and my co-host, we would do, I think we did a, like, memories series where we did both of our childhood suburbs back to back. Hawthorne's nice. It's a nice place. Yeah, it was, it, was, nice. it was a good place to grow up. Yep. So, yeah, very leafy. 
So grew up yeah. in Brisbane, was radio always your vision for the future or did you fall ass backwards into it? Kramer so style. The, the story, a, a little bit Kramer, like the story was kind of, I, I grew up... <laughs> a bit of Kramer. A bit of Kramer. <laughs> Just a hint of Kramer about it. But I, I grew up always loving you know, Hamish and Andy and, and Marty Sheargold and bits and bits and bobs of American Rosso and so was always a, a big comedy and radio fan and then got to the end of school. I, I actually studied law and did that and that took yeah, six years. Hence you know about the airplane. Hence the air law thing. Yeah, yeah I specialised in, in very good urinating out of planes over that's a, that's over, a, over tropical northern That's a whole cities. semester, that is. <laughs> oh, man, you should have seen my thesis. Or the fee piss, as it was called. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we had to call it. That was our little joke with the lecturer. But we, yeah, so I, from, from that, I think it was like the second last year of the degree of law, and I was thinking, oh, I've got to make sure I you know, go and get a job, and I went, was doing like job interviews and I think I was in an office and they were going you know, in a suit and everything for some boring law job and they were like, oh, what? And, you know, when, when did you realise that you were passionate about corporate litigation? And I was like, oh, you know, right now. Uh, like, <laughs> you know what? It, ju- it just came to me. <laughs> I was heard of this air law thing. <laughs> but then, from, so I actually left that, left that interview and texted a guy, a friend of a friend who I knew was working at Nova, which is one of the radio stations in Brisbane, and, and I was like, mate, I'll I'll clean the floor. I'm having a bit of a, I hope not a midlife crisis, seeing I was you know, t- yes. 23. <laughs> I hope, hope it was less than quarter. But I, and I texted him and, said, and he goes, oh, mate, like we actually have a job going in the promo team. It'll be wow. handing out cans of Cokes and you know, boxes of chips and stuff on the street. And so I did that and then just, yeah, worked my way to being like the events manager there and then popped around radio stations. But Townsville, I, I was producing a radio show in Brisbane, and but I wanted to be on the air. That was always, I always wanted to be on the mic and I, I'd only done behind the scenes stuff and then Townsville came up. So that was, yeah, the only place that would have me. So came here and then, yeah, Power 100. Did, did ABC for a bit and then popped over to Power 100. And that's kind of how it all, all played out. Yeah, very good. So you do the morning show now, and that's with Archie. Yeah. And so what time are you getting up in the morning? It's like, in theory, we're getting in at 4.30. It's a, it's a, it's a soft 4.30 right. at this stage. Like, now that we know it. <laughs> the boss doesn't listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably it's quarter a, to six it's before a, you it's go It's a soft 4.30. It. We're in at nine. It's pre-recorded. You just <laughs> phone it in on your way on the Bluetooth in the car. Yeah. Just want some Maccas on the way in. 6.30. Hot apple pie, thank yeah. you. The, the alarm used to be 3.45. That's ugly. But I live, yeah. I live pretty close, so it's it's now 4. So 4 o'clock alarm, and, I can, and I can be in by 4.30. What time's that. your bedtime? Like, that's the problem, man. Like, about, about now. Pretty much like, now, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed the yawning. I'm doing an all-nighter. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the dip in quality from my contribution to this podcast will be as I'll just blame bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's kind of like... I started with trying to go to bed at eight, but I was such a night owl and I'd be lying in bed just awake with the lights off at eight o'clock and I was like, oh, this is kind of, it, it seems pointless. So now like nine, nine thirty is, if, if I'm if I'm awake past 10, I start to get a bit stressed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This but it's hard with like, you know, comedy and like stand up comedy around town as well. Like that, obviously by virtue of being, you know, has to be. It's going to be a late night. You can't be like 4 p.m. stand up at Molly's. Let's yes. go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Colin have Colin would be fine with it, but it's no doubt. yeah, he'd be the only one there as well. So when you do when you do a, a morning show, I've got no idea on yeah. this. <clears throat> and you start at what five, basically live. The, the show we're on air at five thirty. Five thirty through yeah. till eight nine. 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 Yeah. Is that then knockoff or is it hang around later, work out what you're going to be talking about tomorrow? We we usually stay till y- y- like twelve. 
would be would most days twelve thirty, but it depends on the day. Like, so it's still an eight hour day. Still an eight hour day. That that's the thing that's funny. Is like, <coughs> is it a paid a eight hours? Paid eight hour day. Yeah. So most most people assume like, are oh, you you finish at nine and you walk out the door? How good of a life? And you're like, well, it's <laughs> and this is what I've like discovered in in doing breakfast radio. I'll tell people like, if you want to work an eight hour workday, cook dinner, do some form of exercise and chill out and watch some TV, that's, that's basically all humans can do in a day. I've just sort of rearranged it. So I'll go to work in the morning and then finish work at, say, 12.30, and then I'll cook, and then I'll chill out, and then I'll do the gym thing, then I'll come home and go to bed. Like, it's... Yeah. I've just taken the jigsaw puzzles and put them in a different... The pieces in a different order. But people don't get that. They're, they can only... My friends who work 9 to 5 can only hear, you're home at 1pm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dream. So yeah, I'm also dream. falling asleep yeah. at 5pm. Yes. So, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a funny, like... But, yeah, it, it's... You, you do a fair bit of planning. And because our show, I think, Archie and I, there's a fair bit of... A lot of it is going out and, like, we, we like doing these big storylines where it's... It obviously... A lot of the time, sometimes we finish later. Like we get, we'll finish at two PM some days because yeah, it's right. like we'll be running around and wanting to film a video or something like that. Sorry, that's oh, no, all right. We'll, we'll just start again. For the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a few good storylines. Like the stubby cool the wall. You yeah. did the chicken. The, not the, well, was chicken parmigianas once a day? That was that was Archie before that I been before ridiculous. I started. Yeah. So the, the stubby, but the stubby cool is a good example of like that was doing the radio show, planning the radio show, meeting with our boss, chatting and stuff, and then. All right, let's get in the van and drive around to sixteen businesses and collect mm. their stubby coolers that they, you know, they'll go online and say on a form, "We've got all these stubby coolers." And you know, we're not—we're a small team. This, this is not a reflection on anyone who works there. Everyone works hard, but we're just—we are small and we don't have massive resources like you would in, like in Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane. It'd be like we want to do this stubby cooler. Well, all right, promotions team, yeah. find the stubby coolers. Like that's—that's that's Archie and I's job. We have to do all that. So, yeah, and people would get surprised. Like they'd go online and be like, oh, "I have ten stubbies at my business," and then Archie and I'd show up. They'd be like, "Oh, oh it's actually, you guys. No one else is doing it." Though. So, so that stuff. Yeah, like choose into your afternoon. What possessed you to? Sit on the strand in camp chairs until one of you's had to what get up for a piss or fall out or what? It was yeah the, the camp chair challenge. It was so we. Why on earth is what I want to know? I don't know. I, we were driving. We were in a Macca's drive-through, and we were both. It was after the stubby cooler thing, and we were like, "What's the next thing we can do that will you know be memorable and, and put ourselves to the ringer a little bit?" And then we, we, I think Archie was the one who was like something around camp chairs, and then it it worked into being, "All right, we'll, we'll sit in camp chairs on the strand and see who can stay there the longest." And then it developed into each of us was playing for a listener, and whoever because it couldn't be about us, it had to you know it has yep. to be about the listener. It was like, well, whoever you know, I played for a woman named Tiff, and then Archie played for a bloke named Dave. And whoever lost, whoever won, sorry, their listener got a thousand dollars. Was that worked out? So it was like that was the motive, and they that brought people in like the whole night. Archie's listeners, you know, like bringing him food. My listeners are bringing me food. They're like trying to make other people trying to make the other one get up so they win the money. And in, in the end, so Archie does not like snakes, and I, we, got, I kind of like, <laughs> I knew it had to. I knew it had to have an ending. Like it wasn't. It wasn't in any way rigged. It was all for real. But I, in the back of my head, was like, I need something because, like, it's the reality of commercial radio. We obviously wanted it to end in our show, not at like two a.m. when no one's listening. Yeah. So I was like, I need something that if it gets to the point where we're sitting there for twenty four hours, which we were. So in the end, we like we've we've done two shows there. It's like eight a.m. and one of the rules was we had a phone a friend each. So I saved my phone a friend and called 
this like basically someone we had a relationship with who was at a you know a reptile rescue center and they bought a massive jungle python over and, right. and put that on Archie and, and he actually jumped out of his chair. <laughs> it's a it's a miracle to this day that the that we stayed on air because we had like similar to what you've got here, we had our mobile desk doing the outside broadcast. Archie's like leapt out of his chair and just when the snake is on him and he's knocked all of the radio equipment off. It's landed on the grass. Oh. I'm thinking to my shit, we're like You've gonna go off. off air in the climax of this twenty five hour storyline for the radio show. And it, it all stayed on air, amazingly. It was just cool. one of those amazing moments <laughs> where we just didn't go off. But yeah, it's like it's funny the yeah, the the woman who won was wonderful and she had like kids and got the money and they they actually genuinely were chuffed. But yeah, a lot a lot of people online though, like it's funny you, we think like oh people just listening for a laugh and stuff, but the buy-in from some of the listeners like I was getting like close to hate being like oh. so some people genuinely were like that wasn't in the rules like that's cheating and oh. and, and Archie and I are pissing ourselves laughing being like we made the rules like yeah. there's, there's, there's no bunker for the camp chair challenge like, who's reviewing these decisions like it's all uh, it's a, they were like it was the craziest thing some people were like and then we we had a guy call in on the Monday morning and he was lovely he goes well. No, because I had a dinner party on Saturday night and we put the footage up on the on the TV and one of my friends who was over for the dinner party, she's a cardiologist, you see, and she said that if Archie had an underlying heart condition that wasn't detected, that's... And I'm like, oh, my, so now I've killed Archie. <laughs> it's the cra- yeah, it was some of the... It was weird, like, like but, but I think that's what makes it so fun to work on power is, like, mm. our listeners are that passionate and they like really do, which is why it works, like, a camp chair thing wouldn't work if you didn't have people who actually like yeah. were genuinely barracking for one Plus, or the other. There's hours and hours of content there, bro. It was with like, people ringing in and uh, and we're like, so <laughs> the the creatures that come to the strand two a.m. Yeah. to five a.m. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, yeah, bro. And we had a security guard. I was going to say, yeah. So we yeah, so the move. the company was like, all right, risk assessment wise, we, we have to have. And the security guard was like a really nice like. We, we in our heads are like seventy eight year old <laughs> <final> kid. <laughs> he was like a thir- mid thirties guy who like yeah. was he was ex defense, just doing it for a bit of extra gain. Like he was a. Awesome dude. So like we, that was lucky, but twenty five hours of double time. Yeah, of course he's <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. it. Oh, so we so we we try to fall asleep, and then we wake up at three a.m. and we're we're near the uh, you know where like Anale is. Yeah. yeah, we're sort of down where that roundabout is in front of Anale. We're kind of just in front of that, and we wake up and sort of to the right of us at about three a.m. There's a gathering of like fifteen people, and they're all like laughing and like throwing shit. And we look over, and our security guards there, like in the middle, <laughs> and we're like, is that? Is that our security guard kind of like with these guys? And, <laughs> Egging them on. And I'm like, well, and then I go to like, I like wake Arch up. I'm like, what's going on over there, mate? Like, I reckon, are they? And then I go, they're all dressed the same. And then they get a bit closer and like, as our eyes develop, I'm like, hang on a minute, they're all security guards. <laughs> and he comes back over and goes, oh yeah, sorry boys, it's a bit of a thing that like, you know, when a few of us knock off our shifts, we all just meet up somewhere and have security guard time. <laughs> So like all the seckies of town, and he's like, yeah, he was doing Mad Cow, and he was, do- you know, oh. that guy's come from the casino, and like they all just congregated. <laughs> That's a podcast in itself. It is, yeah, yeah. Secky Secky Tales yep. or something. But he. That's um, and he's like, so, and he was so apologetic. He's like, "Sorry, we woke you up. Oh, we, I was terrible. telling them to be quiet." And we're like, "Dude, this is the most amazing thing <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen." These like night meetings of the security guards of Townsville. Who'd have known? <laughs> you, you never know it would happen. That's that's hard. Oh, I know, like, well, we don't have time, but there was some. There was some. 
characters. Like there was a guy named Smoko. Yeah. And he like he was from Sydney, he was up for the night, he walks over with like a, a glass of red wine in his hand. I don't know where he's got it for, like walked out of a, the CV or somewhere with it. As he and, and he just like sits down. He's with us for two hours and I actually say I have forty five minutes of voice recordings on my phone that I'm just waiting to one day release as again an audio book or something. I need to monetize this man. Because yeah. he was like and he just went on these ramblings, he's like, there were just bits where he's like, my mate Juno owns the Vodafone in Redfern, like, he'll be able to get you guys, and we're like, like, just... um, was just helping me um, right now. He tells this, like, story, he goes, I went out to the Billabong Sanctuary today, bro, and I'm, like, throwing rocks at this crocodile trying to make it move for 20 minutes, I'm throwing rocks at it, it's not moving, bro, I'm like, it must be sleeping. Then one of the people who works at Billabong comes up to me, bro, and he goes, oi, mate, Smoko, that's a fake crocodile, you're in the... (laughs) He goes, he goes, and he goes, bro, I was in the gift shop. <laughs> the plastic crocodile. Oh, oh shit. no. Oh, shit. It That's was amazing. great, yeah. Then, oh, man. And, uh, one more, but like later in the morning, this guy comes over and he's like, yeah, just lost and he's an entrepreneur, he reckons. And another That's man. That's always a sign. He's talking to us for ages he's, and he goes, I've got a lot of money. I want to buy the radio station. He goes, I'm going to buy the Barra Fun Park and turn it into a big media hub. And we're like, all right, man. <laughs> this is like 4 a.m. Sure thing. Another guy walks past and he goes, oh, hello. I, I missed the ferry to Magnetic Island, so I'm just drifting around. And he goes, I'm, I'm trying to get a wig. And we go, what? He goes, yeah, I don't really like my hair anymore, so I'm just I'm trying to find a wig. And the entrepreneur goes, mate, I don't know anything about wigs and I'm not about to give my business information out to someone I haven't met but these guys work at a radio station. They'll sort you out with a wig. <laughs> and Archie, Archie to this day still quote, like he, Archie will still laugh. I just look at this guy and I go, mate, I don't know what on earth gave you the impression that anyone here can sort you out with a wig. <laughs> at 4 a.m. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this, if, if anyone out there is in need of, you know, some some colour in their life. I couldn't recommend more strongly going to the Strand at 3am. amazing. I was going to say, you know you're in Townsville when you've got Dave and Tiff as your competition entrance, yeah. just by names, but that... Tiff from Jensen, Dave from Rasmussen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mint. Proper. <laughs> Those conversations at 3am, I'm sure we've all run into someone at 3am oh. you know, in Flinders Street or whatever. My patio. Yeah. 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 yeah, probably. We've had a few discussions out here once or twice, but... That takes the cake. I like it. It was yep. crazy time. How, what are you going to turn the Barra Fun Park into a media? Like, know. that's out it. I don't know. Yeah, you need your passport. It's I know crazy. the owner. I'm sure he's up for a sale. Totally. <laughs> well, it's, you know, might want to get away from the forklift racing. This guy was going to revolutionise the Barra Fun Park, and part of it was, and it, like, it was as if the idea had come to him on his goes. As if we'd asked for it. He goes, okay. No, we could do a radio station out there. Let me think on it. Yeah, I was genius. like, you bought it up. <laughs> <laughs> he said it with this tone like we were like, please let us have a radio station yeah. at the Barra Fun Park, please. I, I can squeeze you in. Yeah, he goes, okay. Let me I'll sit on, on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> wow. All right. Well. How big's your purse, mate? Oh, I reckon <laughs> when we rip. Wrap a shop tonight, we head down the strain. Yeah. Hang out for a bit. I think we need to. Yeah. Meet a sugar daddy at the Barra yeah. Fun Park. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure, that's good. Uh, there's an extra half an hour of everything we've just been discussing uh, for our Patreon members. So if you've got a spare 10 bucks a month, head on over to Patreon, search for On The Ranch NQ, sign up. You'll get the extra content at the start. Half an hour tonight. Maybe Had a, little, a lot. Maybe a little bit more than that. A uh, bit of extra content there. You get your own little tipping comp. Uh, with the others, the others, the other Patreons. The others. The others. We keep them on the other side of the fence. And you get a free drink at Molly's, so you can't go wrong. 
go on in, show Cole your, your little sign-up on your app, you get a free drink. He didn't say what kind of drink. So if it's, no. you know, one of these with a vodka. Topper in it. Like, what if I asked for a cocktail? Well, he well, just he didn't put any, he didn't specify. Without he didn't the say tail. free beer. That's a loophole, that is. Mm. Without the tail. Without the tail. I wouldn't. I'd get a. I'm on the ginger <laughs> beers at the moment. I'd ask yeah, for, a, like for a Brookvale Union. Yep. Yeah, yeah, good. Ice and lime, please. Absolutely. Get one of those and Cole will sort you out. We're also on YouTube, although I still haven't put up last week's video. I'm very slack. We yeah, need, yeah. We, we need Come a, on. We need a media person. We Do need you know a media, media, media that's centre. No. <laughs> There's this one guy actually. He can do your wig. <laughs> He's set us up for the studio and everything. Yeah, might be a little bit fresh out there, but yeah, yeah. we'll give it a go. The postman this week is uh, a little bit dry. You know, this is what happens when you have a buy. Well, not us, but you know, the Cowboys themselves. We are a Cowboys podcast after all. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? An hour in, you wouldn't know it. <laughs> First nah. bit of Cowboy talk. <laughs> yeah, we thought we probably should talk about it a bit. And even then, it's just uh, feedback from our listeners. And uh, Trent said, great listen this week, fellas. Thanks, Trent. That is our landlord. So oh. we need to suck up there. Well, not our it's current landlord. Not currently. No. I own the place. This is right, <laughs> yes. Uh, but then Josh put up a nice little post where somehow, I don't know how it happened, a little administrative oversight here, but on the ranch has was not a follower of the North Queensland Cowboys Stampede. Yeah. Yeah. Page. So did, I don't know. I don't know how did that... Did you end up fixing that? Yeah, course. we fixed it pretty quick. We fixed it, but yeah. we've, we've gone three or four years, five years, however long we've been doing this, and uh, somehow we missed. We were just waiting for an invite. Maybe so really, it's on him. Yeah. Well, so. sure, let's turn the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you, guys, you guys aren't like competing entities in any way. God, no. 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 Josh no. has been on the show. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, he's a, he's a listener and a, and a bit of a fan. And he's a Patreon as of two weeks ago. So yep. We complement each other. We do, we do. And, hand uh, we we kind of, sorry, Josh, we kind of forgot yeah. to. A little oversight there. Hit, you know, subscribe and like. That, and that happens. Though. I've had a few of those recently where you're like, oh, whoops. Yeah. yeah. He would do that. Oopsie. It's just, not good. it's just not good when the owner of that page points it out to you. That, that, mm. yeah, that's yeah, it's a bit... Publicly. What? Publicly, <laughs> yes. Yeah, real publicly. <laughs> you could have just, you know, hey, <laughs> yeah. boys, boys. Yeah, yeah, a little slide in your DMs. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. What's worse, having that or Same. knowing a mate that you've been good friends with and you hang on, I haven't... And you go into his profile and you're not his friend <sighs> anymore. Oh. Oh, what happened here? <laughs> you've been unfollowed. That's, that's brutal. What's that worse, that or not following no, the stampede? No. Yeah, that's no, worse. Not, not following that's the worse. stampede. Yeah. The stampede. Let's not go into yeah. it. No. <laughs> anyway. Yes, there was a buy. So we got no three two ones this week. No. We can't review round 15. We could. Plenty of games we don't care about. Mm. Now, hang on. You're from Brisbane. An hour in, I was wondering when this would come yes. up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now. Fish Titans or Bronx? Vince. <laughs> or, well. Having, Vince having, Vince listened, having listened to previous Wayne. episodes of yeah. yours... Um, Unfortunately, There's no uh, sharp implements here. Although I can smash a bottle. Bronx Nation. Bronx Nation. I'm very sorry. Ah, yeah, Bronx yeah. Nation. Sorry, that's the end. That is my... Uh, Brett's is gone and... Uh, no, oh, look, I won't Scrub that. It's... Uh, no, it, I, I, I have a few questions that I came armed with about this because I, I wanted to get you... But yeah, so Broncos growing up. Mm. Um, Fair. W- when I came here, I sort of... With my first radio job, made it a bit of a thing of like, who should I support, Bronx or Cowboys? And we had, I think, I think Tommy Gilbert came on actually, uh, Cowboy at the time. Good man, and had a great, great chat. And like he came on, I think, um, I think Lucky came on, or Jeff came on as well. So we had like a bunch of people being like, convinced me to go for the cows. But th- this is the tricky thing is like, so I've always for life, Cowboys have been my second favorite team because family and cans. 
So that was out like growing up from when we were very little. So you had tied to NQ. You go, you go, <laughs> we go for the Broncos. And if the Broncos aren't playing, we go for the Cowboys. That was always our thing growing up. Fair. And then I moved up here and the gift I was given by all of my mates in Brisbane was like a, her- a Cowboys jersey, the proper 4X, you know, the nine nice. five like heritage range. Perfect. So they give me that as a gift. And I was like, hey, great. So I'm like going to all the games wearing that. My sister got me a Cowboys membership for Christmas uh, last year and then I renewed it this year. So Cowboys member, Cowboys jersey, but, but I do go over the Broncos. And Archie, like on the radio show, he, he's like, you're a dirty jersey swapper. You, you, this, <laughs> like he, he makes it out like I'm committing a war crime, basically. And so it's become a really fun dynamic of the show. But it, it's a constant source of debate is, is it okay if your number one team isn't playing to wear the jersey and be a member of your number two team? Pete, would love you to like to answer your, that? I'd love to get your thoughts on mm. this. Who is who has? If you look in his cupboard, there's Warriors. Is your Warriors aren't you? Raiders. Yeah. I'm not. I don't have Raiders jerseys. I've, I've got a Raiders jersey. Don't have Raiders jersey. Don't have Raiders. I've got a Warriors polo. <laughs> That's you. That's me. Yeah. That's These me. are my jerseys in the cupboard, right? Multiple of different ones, but only one Warriors and one Warriors polo. Then there's a few Philadelphia Eagles. There's Fair. a heap of Queensland Bulls in Brisbane. But Heat. they're different sports. There's about four mm. Brisbane Lions. There's about 58 Cowboys. There's a few Queensland Origins. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. Warriors, I do have a Warriors jersey. So he's got a Warriors jersey. Okay. I'll talk you through mine. But, I think it's okay. But um, I didn't wear my Warriors jersey to Magic Crown today. I'm sort of... Did you? But you wore a Cowboys one. I wore Cowboys on day sure. two and day three. But you yeah. went in the Wars at the game. I was going for the Wars, and part yeah. of me was thinking, oh, I should have worn my Wars jersey, but I'm... Uh, I've got it. Got a rep. But I don't think I've... You had it, it in Brisbane, you didn't put it in. No, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't, didn't even take it. I didn't take it. So it's sort of like, I don't know. Well, Magic Round's a tricky one because where that's where I think wear? jersey diversification has become a rising issue because, like, I I lived on Caxton Street for a year. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my, my address... Rough. I was about to say I shouldn't say this, but I don't live there anymore, so who cares? It was, our address was 101 Caxton Street, oh, which sounds like a joke address. Mm, doesn't it? That's it does. me and two, like three boys living in that place. That's on the corner. Our front deck was looking... After games, we'd just throw our gates open and be like, anyone come in. And so we, but living there, we had tickets to all of Magic Round and we sort of, it felt like our house was just open door policy, all of Magic Round, but it fell on my birthday. So again, my mates were like, as a birthday present, we're getting you a Heritage Raiders jersey. They just chose a random team and they were like, we're getting you Raiders. You've got to try and, you know, as a bit of, bit of a joke, go and convince the Raiders supporters section that you are just this diehard, nice. proper Raiders fan. By the end of the day, I actually got up on the big screen in the ra- like with the Raiders mascot, like flossing, like I'm going nuts. It was it was one of the great weekends, and I like fully convinced all these people, like yeah, Raiders, they love the milk, up the milk, and just full. Of, but so I do have so I have a Raiders jersey, I have a Cowboys jersey, I have a Broncos jersey, I have a Maroons jersey, I have a Dolphins jersey, but it's the Intrust Super Cup mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it's right. not the yeah. not the NRL one. Not it's the Kings. An, it's a, that's fine. Not the Kings. It's a, so. Yeah, which Archie is always like, no, nah, that's bullshit. You can't have more than one. If you are you are committed to the Broncos, you commit to the Broncos. But I'm like, it just I go to a Cowboys game. Like, I'll be going to the, the Panthers game on Friday. Like, I want to I want to support yeah. the Cowboys. I, and I'm in the members, I want to. But I know, but then it's like, and I know the history between the Broncos and the Cowboys. Like, yeah. there's a, the animosity there does make it feel a little dirtier. But, no, nah, this is okay. You go, I know. Cowboys, unless they're playing the Bronx, yeah. you need to get a jersey, stitch them together, Bronx no. cows, half-half, and wear them. No. no. If no. Cowboys... No. Never. <laughs> no. Never. Okay. Never. That's ruled out. If Cowboys are playing the Bronx, 
I'd be wearing the Broncos jersey if I was you. That's what I did. So what was funny but was even because when, I was in the members section, you're obviously surrounded by the same people. Mm. I'd been turning up all season. Cowboys. 2022 in a Cowboys jersey. <laughs> and then I turn up to the Broncos. <laughs> I turn up to the Derby. And I'm in a Broncos jersey. And people were honest like, what, what the fuck are going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter because they got pumped anyway. So. We got pumped. That was but, awful. but the thing is, uh, if Cowboys Broncos play, you wear the Broncos jersey regardless of where they are on the ladder. Yeah, 100%. So if Broncos are coming last, dead last, they're a bunch of bastards, mm. and Cowboys are first, you can't wear the cows. You still, you can't just be one of those, mm. oh, I'm fence-sitting on whichever team is in front. I totally agree. And like, I think this year, well, I've been thinking about this a lot, I think the Broncos and the Cowboys are sort of kindred spirits in a way at the moment because I think you got, I mean, you went through something earlier this season that we went through the back half of last season, yeah. the last six rounds of... Because it, it was it was sort of a tale of two teams in that we were having similar trajectories throughout the 2022 season where it was like... Both were going to be top four. What the hell's mm. going on here? Like the yeah. Broncos, there was such a long period there where we were in fourth and Cowboys were in second. And I think both fan bases were having this similar visceral reaction to my team was shit and now it's good. Yes. And then you guys just early this season went through what we went at the end of the last season where it was like, no, 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 no. So even now with the Broncos perched at the top of the ladder, I don't feel safe. I'm, well, still, I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic. I'm, yeah, yeah, there's no part of me that is walking around being like, ha, ha, like swinging around as a Broncos fan. like Which is what they do. Which I, well, exactly. And I've seen the arrogance of some Broncos fans Two Cowboys supporters that I've seen being like, we're good, we're coming up, Cowboys fell off, you're one-year wonders, we're back. I was like, are you forgetting exactly what happened to us last year? Yeah. And also, like, yeah, w- we've done this. We know how to fail. We know how to blow a lead. So just shut up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's it. yeah, it's one of those things. And like I was saying, it, it is too early in the season. We're only round 15 and going into 16. But it's a 27-round comp still. So it's still 12 more games. That's right. But Bronx have a couple of buyers to come. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, like, but we've only just had our first, so... I know you raised it on last week's episode, but I'm still confused about the two points for the buy yeah, thing. Is there, like, an official explanation for why that is? Is it just to keep things interesting? It's, it's supposedly to keep the ladder... Moving. ...as some kind of indication of where you might be, but... Sure. It skews the ladder completely. Because Archie and I were discussing this, and I said, is it just because... Because he was like, well, why not just start everyone on six points? points. Yeah. Six points. But, but I guess I'm like, does it later in the season add? Like, it's just another thing to add drama and intrigue. I think it does. It, okay. But some kind of weird drama. See, I'm more of a purist where I want to see if your wins are six, your points are 12. Whereas yeah. at the moment, our wins, I think, are... Say it's six. I can't. I haven't looked at the ladder. Might be four. I don't look at the ladder when we're not doing that well. But our but our points because we've just had a buy. We've got two extra points. It just doesn't for me. Yeah, it does my OCD head it, in that the points don't match? Yeah, I think it mm. creates intrigue because since there's only seventeen, you could have won that game. So we'll just give you the two points for it. I think Cowboys' last buy is around twenty-five. Imagine if Cowboys need to win one of their last three games to make the eight. And one of them's a buy. Like, fuck, we're in. Well, it's over, yeah. We're straight in. Yeah. So I think that creates a bit more of an intrigue leading towards the end. Yeah, potentially mm. that. But you even look at how the table is now, it's actually still pretty close. Between first and... Yeah, everything mm. is. And 12th. Where the cows now? 14th. Yeah. But even so, we're, we're only, like we're, only one or two but it's, the it's We're two games yeah. out. Yeah. Two, yeah. Well, well Bronco, I looked at this yesterday. Broncos are on top on 22 points with no buys, so they're flying. Penrith mm. are on 22 points with two buys, so technically they're on yeah. 18. Mm. And Cowboys are, wherever they are, 13th or 14th, 
14th on 14. On 14 with one by, so they're technically on 12. So it's only three games from 2nd to 14th. And there's still 11 games. Yeah. And what, how many two buys to go? And we've still got two buys to go. Penrith yeah. got one. Yeah. It, it, so it's, yeah. it's weird. It, it's, for me, it screws the table it up. It won't bit, be for long. But two more years and there'll be a... 18th team. Mm. But there'll still be buys. We were no, 18 teams. Not when there's 18. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You'll, you're still, you'll still get a buy throughout there's the buys, year on Origin. An Origin in that. But then on two-point buys. I think that's mm. what was doing my head. The Origin buy is not two-point yeah. 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 When, when there's an even number of teams, so in a couple of years when it's an 18-team comp, they'll still have buy. I think each team will still get two buys in the season. Now mm. they get three at the moment. But you won't get points for those buys. Oh, who knows? It'll probably be some other... Because it'll be like half the comp this week gets a buy and then next week the other half get a buy. We'll be playing games in Las Vegas, probably Singapore. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a game in Dubai. Yeah. Power 100 taken on the ranch to Vegas, yeah. I heard. <laughs> That's what I heard too, It's the yeah. live origin. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, um, isn't that an amalgamated oh, story now? Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Split the comp, alienate everybody yeah. and put the comp back together. Yep. That'll work. Very Some super. people did well out of it. Very super league. Didn't they? Yeah. Some people very rich now. Yep. Some people didn't quite do good about it. Yeah. Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Greg Norman. Well, they just got to win more tournaments. No, yeah, he's, he's in said, a bit of a nah, situation. Norman I think Greg said. Norman might be done. I mean, he'll be fine. He'll be yeah, okay, but he might be out of a job. He'll be like, JT, can I have my house back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to Rosebow. I don't think Norman needs a job after the 500 mil payout he's just been given. <sighs> You'd take it anyway, though, wouldn't you? Otherwise, what are you going to do? Not work. He's <laughs> 70 Play golf. He's not good for VH, bro. I don't think he was doing much work as it was. He's more a figurehead. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when like office workers retire, all they want to do is play golf. But for a golfer, is he going to be like, I'd love to do an invoice? <laughs> <laughs> how do I get a zero? What's, uh, what's changing the toner in a printer like? Uh, what's oh, STP? Yeah. Fucking terrible. Let me tell you. Just quietly. <laughs> Uh, well, since we couldn't review around, there's no points, but we might move on and have a look at the game this Friday night here at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. A nice 8pm game, because why not? Uh, the Cowboys currently in 14th, playing the Panthers, currently in first, technically. 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 They're Actually four, second. They're four and against is better than oh, Broncos, yeah, currently. Uh, the Cowboys team is sort of, oh, it's a bit helter-skelter at the moment. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater, of course, fullback. Kyle Felt makes his return. Uh, Zach Labert is back in the number three in place nice. of Val Holmes. Solid. We've got Pet Hicku in four, Semi Valamay to return. So we'll see hopefully another three tries there, maybe. Uh, Tommy Dearden and Chad Townsend in the halves, of course. Jordan McLean, Jakey Granville starting at hooker because we've got none others. Thanks to Reese Robson getting a start-up. Saw a stat. I think today it's the first time he's playing hooker in like three years. Uh, playing hooker, yes. Starting hooker? Starting hooker, yeah. Be a long time since he was starting hooker. Very long time. We're trying to think today with a couple of guys at work, who else have we got that can play hooker? Mitch Dunn? Hampton. Ben Hampton? Yeah. yeah. Has Mitch Dunn played hooker or is he no, halfback? He he's more halfback, eight. yeah. Anyway, uh, Cohen Hess, Luciano Leilua, Helam Lukian and the return of the big... Wrecking ball, Jason Talmalolo. Tom Duffy could probably do a job at nine if given the chance. Potentially. Uh, Sam McIntyre makes his debut for the Cowboys. Off the bench, number 14. Very good. Uh, Griffin Neem is back. JTB is back. Kuli Kefu Finifuiaki. I've probably spelled that, pronounced that very poorly. but uh, Said with confidence, though. That's, that's, that's how you do it. Thing. That's how you got to do it. Brendan Elliott, 18th man. And then in the wings, Riley Price, Mitch Dunn, Tom Duffy. Jake Berg. We had Tom Duffy on a couple of weeks ago. I saw. Yeah. Smart kid. 
Good Great kid. Bloke. Yeah. Looking forward. Looking forward to him. He'll uh, be big. Back. He'll be big. He'll be good. The Panthers are almost unrecognisable. You got Dylan Edwards. I mean, he's not unrecognisable. <laughs> Terrible first example <laughs> to back up that statement. <laughs> Panthers. I've got a bunch of rookies. Yes. Dylan, Dylan Edwards. Edwards. Dylan Cle- Edwards. Cleary. Uh, <laughs> Cleary. <yeah. laughs> Sunia Taruva, Isaac Tago, Tyrone Peachy, and Tom Jenkins. Tom Jenkins? Sounds like an accounting firm. He looks like an accountant. Yeah. Uh, Jamin Salmon in six and Jack Cogger. Oh, Cogger. That's halfback. Cogs. Cogs is back, is he? Cogs love is Cogs. back. Right. Get the machine. Sorry, you love what? Love Cogs. 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 Uh, Moses Leota at eight. Mitch Kenny at nine. James Fisher, Harris, Scott Sorensen, uh, Zach Hosking and Matt Eisenhuth. He's got to be a thousand years old now. He's been playing for yonks. Mm. Zach Hosking, uh, I'm very sad that the Broncos lost. He was he was great. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know he was at the Broncos. Yeah, that's, that's how much attention I paid. La- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last year, second half of the season. Oh, there you go. Debuted yeah. with us and local boy and big crowd in. But yeah, no more. Can't keep them Penrith, all. Penrith got him. Yeah. Cannot keep them all. We know that all too well. Yeah. Was he hook? It was second row. Hook or oh, the second row? I think. Second yeah, row yeah, for big uh, tall boy for Penrith. So yeah. Was he thirteen? No, he was, yeah. Second row. Oh, you know what? I, Jordan Ricky or Zach Hosking. Yeah, who would you rather? No, I'll keep Ricky. I'll keep Ricky. Yeah, Ricky's not bad. There's no refs announced for this one just yet. Maybe it's a bit too soon. We'll be Free a, for all. We'll be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle ball. No raid right on the honors system. <laughs> Tackle Red Rover. The honors system. Yeah, the honors system. Well. <laughs> That'd be good. Oh. Forward? Nah, it wasn't forward. It'll, it'll be like, like, it'll be like, like the week. <laughs> yeah, honors week. <laughs> I feel like when Jordan was shooting Space Jam and they talk about those games <laughs> on the Warner Brothers a lot. We called Owen Fowles. They were the best games. <laughs> be like that. Yeah. We're going Space Jam on Friday night <laughs> against the Panthers. Perfect. Yes. Um, Panthers going into favourites on this one. Dollar fifty-five. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> too much of a shock. Do we know what Jack Cogger? Yeah, when was the last point. time we played a game? Jamin Salmon, yeah, but what you guys, are you guys confident? Your cricket team named after Salmon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we owe a lot to Jaden Salmon. They're <laughs> <laughs> rough on us, though, for, to be underdogs to our team. That's good, though. Yeah, I'd rather go in as underdogs. How do, how do we come in underdog? I don't know, just doing a job on the storm. I think it's pretty full strength storm. Yeah, 14th first first. They very rarely rate Cowboys. Yeah, I know what you mean. No Gotta no Val, no Robo, no Nanoi. Yeah, still no pretty Tulungi. rough. You reckon it's? I mean, but JT's back. JT like, is huge. back. Huge. Yeah. yeah, huge. Yeah, I don't know. Huge. Again, you know, just that that team isn't recognisable with Panthers. But then again, didn't Panthers win every game throughout the Origin period last year? They with did. Like their under eights, but with uh, was it what's his name O'Sullivan? I think was their halfback. Right. Was in place of Cleary, and I think he's. You know, up here compared to Jack Cogger. Yeah. Where's well, O'Sullivan now? Dolphins. Dolphins? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Dolphins. And going right there too. No, nah, he's injured. He hasn't played since round three. Who bloody is Well, it? he was going right <laughs> until round three. <laughs> I feel sorry for the Finns. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I race. hope it. I really want it to. I want him to call them away. It's such a fairy tale. It's, I want it to. It's not so bad when it's injuries. Injuries are never good, but it's not so bad that they're sort of going downhill because of the injuries. Yeah, I know. Is the story of 2023... Just multiple teams realizing how good Tom Gilbert is. I think so. Is that yeah. like like the Cowboys could, realizing yeah. what they lost, and now the Dolphins being like, "Oh, maybe he oh, was we he's the heart and soul of this." I think. Yeah. I think you know, True Bloods, True mm. Blood Cowboys supporters yeah. knew, knew what we were losing. Sure, but again, it softened the blow because it was his choice, and he was moving down there for family. It yeah. wasn't because he got bigger money or wanted out of here because there was dispute with whoever yeah you know so it's it's sort of a good luck story for him yeah sure not good luck but you know a 
good heartfelt story to be with the family, it's like, okay, all right. Yeah. Whereas the likes of Hammer, yeah. who we could have kept if there was a spot for him last year. If Scotty Drinkwater wasn't playing out of his skin last year, we might have mm. kept And at least, Hammer. is it for you guys, like, the blow is a bit softened by the fact that Scotty's still playing well? Is that, like, do, do you guys... Yeah. I, guess, I mean, tough question. Like, like where if, would you fit who, him? Who do you take now? Yeah. You wouldn't fit him. There's nowhere really in the squad to fit him. Maybe yeah. maybe in centres now. And I think in during, during, during the origin period. Wayne's got the best out of him as well. Such yeah, a that's crazy it game, isn't it? That you can be a match-winning origin player. Yeah. But there just wasn't a spot at the Cowboys. And for, Cowboys I mean, and, yeah. you know, well, I'm sure we will touch on today's news of you can win a Dally M and not secure your spot well, in certain teams. It's just, yeah. it's just, what a strange game it is. Well, that's New South Wales for you, but yeah. sort of separate to that, you have a look at Jermaine Asako, who went through Broncos system, uh, I think he went, went to, to Titans, Titans and now that he's at Dolphins, he's killing it. And he wasn't bad, I don't think he was bad at the Broncos, he just wasn't sort of at the level that the Broncos needed at the time. Same at the Titans, really, nothing really well, happened there. But He's a winger, and he's a gun winger. Yeah. That wanted to play fullback and everywhere else but wing, but mate, when you're, when you're this sort of player, yeah, don't you're not a fullback, mate. And he's killing, your wing. He's killing it at, at Dolphins. So kind of shows you how good Bennett is too. Yeah. Well, he knows player strengths and yeah. knows how to coach them to do their job. Yeah, they picked the right man for a job. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, eight o'clock Friday night, be nice and balmy. I'm definitely tipping Cowboys. Yeah. Despite that, that seems yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the fifty-five <laughs> seems just wrong. If you're a punter, this is a good game to get on. I'm excited. I love a Friday night game. There's not enough of them. Um. I don't mind. I know the Saturday game is... For well, the a Broncos supporter would like a Friday night. Oh, what a bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday night. Eight, eight o'clock Friday. I'm like, yeah, the usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean when footy's on? <laughs> I was looked at when the Broncos are playing <laughs> yeah. this week. <laughs> we're, we're not, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That's, when that That's why you can have eight o'clock Friday. Perfect <laughs> yeah, we it. pick up the drags. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a Channel 9 game, so we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. Well, last time Cows played... Penrith up here was last round last year. We put mm. 30 on them. Early September, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, again, it just looks at the odds and goes, that's not right. I mean, they might have had 13 of their 17 starters out that game, they resting for yeah. finals. But, hey, we still put 30 on the Panthers. You can still put in front of you. One of the great nights at 237 as well after that game is now coming back to me. <laughs> just one of the great. Just slowly coming back. Yeah. A few techies. Oh, my. I jumped behind the DJ deck because the DJ went to the toilet and just left yeah. the decks unmanned. I was like, I'll have a go. Why would you? Wicker, 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 wicker. And they, they were so angry. I bet. Oh, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I didn't that. like it at all. Oh, Comes back. This guy drinks. He's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Avicii. The dance floor just. <laughs> <laughs> they were loving it. Dissipating. Uh, uh, yes, well, as we alluded to, the Panthers are a little bit scarce. The Cowboys are a little bit scarce because the Origin teams were named. And there's some. As you. As you said there, Brett, some interesting things happening, particularly in New South Wales. I mean... Dallium. It's... Dallium for 2022. Can't get, a, can't get a start. I think what I've been trying to process all day is why I feel upset, because this is nothing but good for me. As a full-blooded Maroon supporter, oh, yeah. I love it when they eat each other. I love it when they bash each other in the press. I love it when they implode and make outrageous decisions like the one they made today, in my opinion. But I'm still upset. Maybe it's because I genuinely do think Nico Hines seems like a stand-up guy. I think that's it. I, I think we like Nico Hines, but I mean, this is why Queenslanders win, because we know right and wrong. We know what it means to be part of something bigger than yourself. Yep. And we can all recognise, probably more so than New South Wales, that you know, isn't just the hypocrisy. This is what's pissed me off all day. <laughs> like Buying right into it. Man, like 
the bullshit we had to hear before game one from NRL 360, oh, Queensland abandoned the pick and stick. They don't even know what pick and stick is. It's a joke. And I was like, sorry. Firstly, we haven't even had a game yet when we picked our team. That's right. And you're going off last year's You're going off last year. And also, like, we don't pick and stick and we have to get all that flack and Billy has to get all that flack. And then you don't pick the guy who you... Like, how can within the space of a month a guy go from is he going to pip Nathan Cleary for the starting position or Nico? Who's it going to be? And now they drop him? Not even in the training squad. How do you square that? I don't know. I don't, how do, and, like, he had a bad game on Sunday, sure. But, like, does one bad game for the Sharks, I still think his net gains of the season compared to Mitch Moses, who, mm. had, the, who had the Eels floundering at the beginning of the season. I don't know. It, well, smarter a, minds than me have discussed this and analysed it throughout the day, but it, it, it tells me everything you need to know about New South Wales. It's good to see that. Like you said, the pick and stick. There. What people don't understand, there was 14 players from last year's series playing in game one. And Papali had retired. Yeah. But it, and you have a look at... And one going, of them was going injured. On, going on form, Murray Talangi and Jeremiah Nanai had a terrible start of the season. But we pick and stick, man. They're in there. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, it's... I mean... Probably the only good thing that's come out of it, it's bittersweet for us, is that Robbo has been selected. About time. Yeah. Off the bench, um, barring any injuries. I don't wish injuries on anyone except New South Wales players, but very likely... Could see Robbo debuting in a well, I don't call it sky blue because who knows which jersey they're going to run out in. <laughs> he is in the 17, so he's not on the 18 or 19. No, that's right. He's act- I think he's actually named at he's 17. 17, yeah. so perfect. Good start. It just, yeah, it's deserved. I thought they might, I, d- I didn't think they'd do it, but no. I could really see the argument for dropping Luai. Is yeah, it, oh, yeah. I, I just, I, yeah, I mean, short take Mitch Moses if you want, but do they drop Luai because they know? I don't, I mean, I don't think Luai's. The best option when there's no Cleary. Correct. They are a package deal. Yeah. Get rid of Luan. I actually thought Reynolds would get maybe get a go. Yeah. Just because he knows Suncorp and like has performed, that wouldn't that wouldn't phase him in the same way it might others. But I would have thought Reynolds and Walker were if they're going to go on a combo thing. I thought Reynolds and Walker were almost home and host. Well, I think Walker had that quad injury, so he was a bit un, a bit in doubt, and I left him in my supercatch team like an idiot, was captain. But. Yeah, it's uh, who knows what's going on there. It's I, it's that Fitler might, and I think the pressure's on Fitler now. So whether he's scrambling to find a solution here, and it, it's just not it's working. Just good to see. It really is like that whole game one. Like it was all the southern media crapping on about Queensland pick and stick. You didn't hear bugger all Queenslanders going. Oh, that's the side. Yep, I probably would have had Gagai in there over Hammer, but hey, that's that. Yeah. Every Blues side, it is just the amount of Blues fans and media and everyone are just tearing shreds off each other. They are, they're imploding. So you don't see that from a Queensland team. No, no. And as you guys said last week, it's like that's what Billy Slater has instilled in them, this idea that you're doing it for the butcher, you're doing it. For, like that, that idea is so true because it's like, and I'll say this, I think New South people who live in Sydney are incapable of humility. And all you do is live in this rat race city where you're told, oh, you've know, you got to hustle, start a nap. It's all about the grind. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, Sydney, everyone's rude. <laughs> I hate Sydney. <laughs> so Everyone's I. rude. Everyone's self-interested. But that's what it's bred into you that the way to be successful is to be self-interested and self-driven, which, sure, might work at club level. But then you put all... They looked like they'd never met. It looked like when they were on that field in game one. It's just... No. You don't know how to be something bigger than yourself when it's bred into you because of the sort of social dynamics of the city that you live in. Yep, yep. That... It's got to be all about you. That doesn't work when you get into origin. Which makes you think, how's it going to work now when you've got Mitch Moses, Jeremy, uh, uh, Luai, 
forget his first name. Who cares? You know, you've got this hodgepodge collection now, no combination. Again, like they always do, you've got centres on the wrong side. Mm. They had two centres last game on the completely flipped. Yeah. Addo Carr was playing right wing and well, he's yeah. played left wing his whole life. So it just makes zero sense at all. And they brought another Panther in. Like, yeah. didn't Davida Pangai Jr. get dropped for, um, yeah. what's his name? Someone? Yeah, Stephen? No, 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 he got dropped for the uh, Tiger. Setepe, Who's the other Panther? There's another Panther coming in though, isn't there? Liam Martin's there. Yeah, I thought there was one more. No, nah, Steve Crichton's 18th man. Nah, I thought there was another. Anyway, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm making things up. But it just it just seems funny to me that like... But that's the thing with New South Wales though, is that they just, from the outside looking in, they just look at Sydney and they just sniff their own fluffs. Mm. You go an hour up the road, which is no different to us driving to Ingham or Burdekin, you've got a place called Newcastle and it is a complete... But that's what New South Wales stands for, that sort of people. But they, they won't pick from... They don't get it. They don't get the butcher from Bark Alden or the inventor from Milk for Comb or anything like that. You know, yeah, they just the they just see an app creator from Darling Harbour. That's all they. That's all they get. There's too much self interest. All the teams, all the clubs are fighting against each other, and there's too much, just too much politics in it. Oh, maybe that's what happens when you have what nine clubs in one town. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. you know we're spaced out not in, in a good way. In a good way. We don't space out, but you know Brisbane's got Broncos. Yep. Dolphins only sixty Dolphins. clicks up the road. Yeah, but it's still Titans it's its own, only a hundred clicks the other it's way. It's its own thing. The Gold but Coast it is. is its own area. It's not. It's not. You drive through three suburbs in half an hour, mm. and you have got three different NRL squads. Yeah, and this is this is a perception that is only fueled by the Sydney based media, because I mean, even the promotional campaign leading up to the final last year. Like some of the nonsense that was being spewed out, you know, the Battle of the West, the War of the yeah. West, this has got to be the most anticipated grand final of all time. This is how, how perfect. It's a fairy tale. How You couldn't write it that these two teams, I was like, what? One suburb in the west of Sydney versus another suburb in the west of Sydney. Yeah, like how, I think how across to, the highway from each other. Just like this bubble think of this insular way of conceiving the game of like. Yeah, as you say, of course they're only going to say yeah. see it through the lens of Sydney because that's the, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. The players think that because the media says it, and then yeah. they think it, it just keeps going round and round and round until. And then it was a fizzer of a grand final. It's really? one of the worst grand finals ever. But isn't it interesting that one of the best grand finals? We might be a bit biased, but even Ray Warren said it was the 2015 Cowboys Broncos grand final. You know, two Queensland teams. It was when the two Queensland teams were at their peak. There's yeah. only ever a point between them. Yep. But e- even then, the I, I think. I think you've touched on it as well. It's like, even though we have multiple teams in Queensland, there are different identities. Like, Townsville and Brisbane may as well not be in the same state. The Gold Coast has a very, very different identity to Brisbane. Even Redcliffe, like, you know, growing up in Brisbane, Redcliffe is so different in tone and feel and values to Brisbane, whereas Sydney, it's like, yeah, there are slight differences, but it is, yeah, as you say, it's not enough to build that real drama that you get in a 2015 final. And they have their derbies, but they're not... They're probably more, in terms of what a derby actually is, their derbies are mm. nothing like... Okay, yeah, they're, derby, they're, each team would have a derby every week. They would down there. Down they, there. they have their local derbies, but when we have a derby, like it, there's actually some feeling to People it. People have travelled. It means something. Yeah. It's, yeah. Whereas down there, it's a bus trip and half of them don't make it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't tap, even go. Tap your Opal card or whatever. I've never is. lived in New South Wales, <laughs> so I can't say this for sure, but I, I just think we're tougher in Queensland. You know, we've got a bit harder up here, harder weather, harder life. You've got to wait for things to turn up. You can't Uber your, you know, your groceries in 10 minutes from Amazon. Like, 
we're just tough I mean, people. We're pretty close now these days. We're getting there. We're getting there. But like New South Wales, I just feel like the second something doesn't go right for it, may just fall apart. We do get colour Queensland. We kind of we kind of stand up and actually like go. No, this this is where we actually shine. We are actually getting colour TV this week, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> FM? FM Radio? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can watch, you can finally watch Avatar. It's, 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 it's yeah. in stereo, though. You, you, yeah. Station. yeah. yeah. We'll, just, we'll, we'll send the tapes over to your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just gives you mailing address. <laughs> no worries. Well, Paul Volton summed it up in one of the promos leading up to Game 1, and it was so true. It gives me goosebumps every time. It goes about three minutes, and he's Queensland. You know, what a state. The North don't like the South. The South don't like the North. The East don't like the West. The city hates the country. But somehow we all get along and we all join together for one common goal. It's so true. Like, yeah. Well, we don't actually try to... Oh, we don't hate each other, we don't but hate we don't each get other, along. But there's a rivalry, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just, I mean, I hate Broncos, but that's different. But well, we respect that. That's right. So <laughs> we respect there's that. There's respect there. And energises us. Because they hate us as well. I think Cowboys hate Broncos more than Broncos hate Cowboys. Yeah. I don't, you wouldn't find the same animosity in Brisbane towards the Cowboys. In no. fact, I think a, a fair chunk of Broncos supporters would say Cowboys second team. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is 100% yeah. true. And it's sort of a little bit in return. If if we'd prefer, if Broncos are playing, we'd probably prefer to see them beat Roosters. Sure. Storm. That's not, I, I, that surprises me, actually. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Not yeah. me personally, I hate them. I do hate the Bronx, but I've, I said last week, I think Bronx are now me 16th. I, I hate the Roosters. Where's it? Um, yeah, where's the? What's the main uh, drive for the, the hatred of the Bronx? Well, see, hate is a strong word. I, I, I've but used yeah. that in a long, but mine was '95 when you signed with Super League. Sure. I was a big Bronco supporter. I was only a young kid, and I know Cowboys signed. And I've said this before, but if Bronx never signed with Super League and they stayed with the ARL, then I mean, it's all political when you look back at it. But from that moment, that was the divide yeah. for me that made me get off get off the Bronx train. And it sounds so silly and everything else. Moving on, like if nothing happened and ARL or the NRL and Super League happened right now and Cowboys signed, I'd be still dick riding the Cowboys. So yeah. it's just, it's it's a silly thing, but it since 95. before I was born in yeah. fairness, yeah. Since 95 when they signed. I was listening to a podcast with um, Kempi and Lockyer the other day and Lockyer was only a 20-year-old kid and he didn't understand the full ins and outs because he was only a fringe player. But they said if you... You know, we want Yaz our fullback or whatever. So he just signed and all he wanted to do was play first grade. So he didn't give a shit about what was happening. And looking back now, he's, oh, I probably should have taken a bit of care here and there. But yeah. but also they were throwing six figures at kids yeah. straight out of club footy or, or park mm. footy and just going, here, we need you or we want you playing for us. Here's $600,000. Same thing, you, you listen to uh, Joey and, and Maddie Johns talk about it as well. There was money being talked and they their jaws were dropping, walk, walking back to the rest of their team, just going, the f- mm. are we going to do this? And everyone just mm. looked at each other, of course we're going to do this. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm. We'd be silly not it was, to. It was crisis. It, it, there was a strong point that the Super League war was going to ruin the whole rugby league. Like Footy was almost going to be, it was on its knees and everything else. I mean, it only lasted a year or so and it, yeah. it got back to normality in 98, but... Mm. From that, like Broncos signing, and here's a young boy that loves Alfie and loves the Bronx and everything. And hang on, it's sort of like you're in a marriage and your wife's been cheating on you for ten years and left you. Like your heart's been ripped out. So <laughs> sort of that's sort of the same feel that I had with the Bronx. And yet, since then, it was like 
Oh, stuff them. I hope they have everything bad happen to them in life. In the end, they won the comp in 97, 98, 2000. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got off it right, right at the right time. Good timing. Maybe it was you, Pistol. Not 2015. No, no, not 2015. A uh, couple of rumours, or yes, we t- touched on the, uh, no, we didn't. The um, There is a rumour out there of one Luke Brooks being shopped around and potentially joining up with the Cowboys in twenty twenty four. Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? If that if that's if there's a well, there's fire two, to that smoke, there's two parts to it. Do we want Luke Brooks as a halfback? I think he'd have a lot to offer, but no. There's a bloke in the Blackhawks called Tom Duffy that I think is the heir to the throne. There is, yeah, exactly, one hundred percent the heir to the throne. I don't see the point in having a reserve grade comp if you're not going to bring him through. Like everyone goes, oh, there's a, not enough halfbacks out there, and that's because you've got the seventeen that just play merry-go-round, and unfortunately, that means that this bloke that's twenty-one that could get a crack like Lockyer did when he was a twenty-year-old or. A Young yep. Thurston or whatever. Nah, he has to wait till he's 30 before he plays first grade. The thing is with, like, Duffy's plan is basically follow Chad into the system. Yeah. So he, even in Tom Duffy's own words, he's not ready for first grade yet. And no. he's, he's patient enough to wait until after Chad's done his stint. So he's looking at eyeing off pretty much 2025, if not beforehand, barring injuries, whatnot. Maybe a few games here or there pending. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? We can't predict the future, but... I can't see how, I mean, obviously you'd bring Luke Brooks in in place of Todd Payton. Todd Payton's just bought a multi-million dollar house on the side of Castle Hill. Chad Townsend, Chad. you're thinking. Who did I say? Todd Payton. Chad Townsend. You're not going to bring Brooks in. <laughs> Exclusive. We're going to bring this coaching in the cowboy. We're going to bring a halfback <laughs> yeah. in to <Breaking> coach. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the story up on my page here and it's like, I'm seeing names. Luke Brooks, Todd Payton's North Queensland Cowboys. Anyway, Todd Payton got stuck in my head. Was so the Todd Payton connection, is that what they're all saying? Is like he coached Brooks at under 20s? Yeah, yes. that's right. right. Yeah, that's to, right. A, to a win. Oh, some coached him for whatever sure. reason. So, he's, he's, so there's a connection. Yeah, he's under 20s coach. And I also think they both watch Footloose, so that's why they know Kevin Bacon that's connection. The, yeah, yeah that's, that's got to be what it is. That's it. Oh, it's confirmed. Yeah. But I don't think Chad's leaving. Or the River Wild one. Well, he, say, he came out today and said he's not. I saw in the bulletin oh, like, just before coming here, he yeah. came out and was like, this is rumours. Is he, didn't he say someone trying to throw a bomb into yeah, Cowboys camp? He blamed he had a, the he had, Sydney media. Yeah, he had yeah. quite a, uh, yeah, quite an aggressive quote about it. Yep. Quite colourful. He said something about they're, they're trying to throw a hand grenade into Cowboys camp. Well, it wouldn't make, it just doesn't make sense to, for, for us to sign... When's he, when's he contracted to? End of 24. So end of next year. And and the thinking goes he'll retire then. Oh, well, or retire, go to English Super League, sure. shop around another They club. might even get another year, who knows? Push another year depending on where Duffy's at, who knows? Just say you of a PGA. Cowboys win the comp the next two years, and hey, Chad, we'll give you another year. Potentially, he might have an option on his contract, I don't know. But you don't just go and buy a brand new house mm. worth seven figures. Is that how much it was? Well, last was a couple million. Oh, right. We missed of, our calling wogs. We should have become pro athletes. <laughs> yeah. What's where did we go wrong? The picture that he posted on socials about it, it looked was, pretty. Was nice. his pool looking at Castle Hill? Where's so. he born? Oh, Castle Lake. Uh, that kind of lo- he's looking at Castle. Yeah. Hill. Also, he's in that nice little. Is he look at the Saint? Oh, it'd be pretty easy. To pretty work much. Out. Pretty yeah, much. Right. Yeah, he's down sort of Yarrawonga-ish area. Yeah, I think it's I all just say. media. It's it come yeah. from Phil Rothfield. So yeah. oh, the Mayo man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what I think? You, you know what I think, Peter? You gotta li- li- listen. Now listen. I've got an unconfident rumour that Chad wants out of this shot. A hundred percent he wants out of there. 
Was this in Stampede where there was all the stuff about like there's removalist trucks outside Joe's yeah. house? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, he's moving yeah. from yeah. one house in Townsville yeah. to another. He's that still requires from, a removalist. He's moving from a rented house <laughs> to one he's purchased. Why is there removalist trucks? Because he doesn't want to do 58 ute trips. <laughs> Also, you as if dumb idiot. Jakey G <laughs> could roll up in a ute. I saw a cotter with a ute during the week. He could yeah. lend a hand. Also, the rumour like so rests on the assumption that it's like, well, I'm thinking of moving teams. The mm. first thing I'll do is get the couch out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's more important than any contractual or media arrangements. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Exactly. No, the fridge needs to go before I make a decision. And I'm going to move it to my new house in <laughs> Sydney. Yeah. Or yeah. wherever. Here's one. Chad Townsend doesn't need to bring the fridge from Townsville to Sydney. He'll get a new one down there. You He'll be fine. So. Yeah, yeah. He's on the dollars. Yeah. Well, look at, um, you know, talk about Tom Duffy again, but when he was on, there was a media outlet that Phil Gould was headhunting him back when he was, I think, what is he now, 21? He might have been 19 exactly. at the yeah. time. As, and he was um, under 19s or whatever, junior Australian 19, player. I think it was, yeah. Whatever. And so he was touted and... We brought that up with him. He said, no, nah, that was all baloney. My manager hadn't been contacted. I hadn't been contacted. I read about that the first time online going, what the hell? Yeah. No one's spoken to me about this at all. That's right. Goes into care, hey, this is all fake. I've had no contact at all. I want to stay at this club. I'm a local. I grew up here. Yeah. It's all media circles. And Buzz the Mayor Man Rothfield, quiet news day yesterday. Well, this, and this is why NRL 360, I refuse to watch it. I actually put it on today because it was in a, one of the articles and I think Buzz started talking and I had to take the headphones off and walk away. It was just... just he makes no shit. sense. Just shit. Look, I can handle Braith in an analytical role. I hate it when he's commentating. I think he's terrible live commentating. But analytical, same with Michael Ennis for that matter. Oh, how good's Ennis on the commentate? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were serious for a half second there. But... Yeah, I mean, and you know, they've got Gordon Tallis in there now, who's fine on the Matty John show for a little colour commentary and a little ribbing here and there with the. He's actually quite a smart analytical brain. He is. Rip footy GT. And you know what? He's probably better than Kenty. Yeah. But no well. one. No, look, listen, Peter, no one's better <laughs> than Baj. Of course. None at all. I hope that's a good impression. They just forget. I love, I love you, Buzz. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> they forget what they say each episode. Oh, they'll say something today and they'll argue and bicker about it for 40-odd minutes and then tomorrow or the next week one is the same argument but completely reversed. Yeah, <laughs> but then they'll, there'll be five articles in the Sydney Morning Herald the next day about what they said on NRL 360, which was a complete fabrication in the first place. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it all self-feeds itself. Exactly. Yeah. It self-feeds itself. Then you've got 48 Twitter bloody posts from the same thing and it's all just clickbait. Mm. I get so upset by how often I fall for it as well. Like, I'll open, especially, you know, get in at 4.30, open Fox Sports, have a look. Buzz said, what? <laughs> open the article, watch the clip, and I'll be like, this is crazy. Oh, wait, they know it's crazy. Yeah. They say it, and they write an article. It's all the same friggin' company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all just, It's just feeding. It's like, they say something crazy, that's then No one of the article's up at 4.30 in the morning. Well, that's right, genius. Yeah. It's before. probably written before the bloody show starts. That's the thing. They don't care who they hurt. They don't care who's... They stand on or crush or whose feelings or whatever. Get it out there, sell it, be the first. You don't have to be correct anymore. Just be the first and get it out there. Thanks, Denzel. 
And it exactly. does affect a place. Exactly. Like, he'd have to go in and see the guys in the club and say, hey, look, it's all crap. I'm not moving. Go see management. Hey, it's all happening. And so it's another thing they have to deal with this week that isn't yeah, footy. He's got better things to do than to shoot down this crap. Yeah. Like golf. Mm. Golf and moving. <laughs> moving the couch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tipping comp. That's over at uh, footytips.com.au. You can find us. Uh, just search for On The Ranch there. You can still join if you really want to. And we put our link up on the social media posts when we put it out. Top 10 this week. Tell you what, some people use some jokers. I'm going to go, we'll, we'll start with the top 10. All right. Fucking jokers. He's now, he's now called himself Best Podcast. Oh, what? Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Now, this is uh, XT. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he is a Patreon subscriber. I like it. He's currently sitting at 89 points. Good on him. Ahead of second place, Keith Poventry uh, on 84, but uh, also on 84, Hail7 and Chatty Daddy 23 who have used their jokers. They're now... Right, hot on the heels. Hot on the heels. Hail 7 has a joker in hand. I'm glad Chatty Daddy is still in the footy tips. Yeah. Considering? Yes, considering. Yep. Uh, Paul Go Cowboys in fifth. Hess and Deard and it's Guy Love. Get your tips out. Cody O'Hara, seven. Fra Dog and Cowgirl Shares are our top ten currently. And out of that, four jokers this week, tipping five and six. You know, that's not, not bad use of the joker when you tip five or six. I want a joker. Got five. That's handy. It's not too bad. That's not bad. I'm still 94th. That was a joker. I had a joker and got three. Yeah, that's a bit of a waste. Good time to use a joker. Yeah, you think? Y- yeah, I know. Oh, no one saw Raiders losing on Croker's yeah. 300th. <laughs> no one saw it? No. Certainly not Ricky? No. No. I'm going to pick up on the drag. Bronx got lucky against Newcastle. Oh, they do. That stuffed me. I didn't see a second of it. I was out of reception and... Yeah, came back and saw twenty four twenty. I was like, "Oh, this would have been so good to watch." But yeah, yeah I think that was a bit of a yeah. The final play was Mams two flick. charge downs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Newcastle went to roost it twice and got charged down twice. <laughs> uh, I'm down in seventy first spot, and as Morgan alluded to, used a joker, got himself up to ninety fourth, sixty two points. We are cooking. We're coming. It's a comeback. Cooking. You're cooking and coming. I don't, want to, I don't want to be in your kitchen. It's like the Cowboys climb. Uh, 97th spot now, pistol blazing two guns. Yeah. 57. So Morgan has skipped five points away from you. Yeah, because he used the joker last week on the back of my coattail saying I was going to joker, and then he used his joker. I'm just he protecting cheated. my lead. Cheated. Cheated. Yeah, right. Over at the Patreon tipping comp. I got five in the AFL. That's handy. Hmm. That's really that good. Helps. For, that helps. Good for us. Uh, best podcast, again, still winning the uh, Patreon tipping comp on 85. Right behind him has not used, uh, sorry, has, has used one joker, is get your tips out. In second spot, three points behind with a joker in hand. Could be a tough run. Tough run at the top there. Village Missing an Idiot is in third spot. Uh, Mam Kunster in fourth. Swiss Cowboy in fifth. Rion in sixth. Hessen did and it's Guy Love. Billy Woodhead. Sammy Felt a Truck. The Cat Climb begins. The Cat Climb is actually climbing here. Two perfect rounds uh, so far this season. And only one joker used so far. Well done, Cut. Cut's one of our regular contributors. One fashion's on the field headdress as well at the two-year-old classic on the weekend. Did, did. Very good effort. Made it herself. Mm. Really? Yeah, yep. made a headpiece herself. That's cool. I she's saw a, that. It was very she's elaborate. A, she's a milan, millinery. Milliner. 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 Yeah. yeah. Does a very good job. Shout it's out a, to Cat. Good job. Yeah. Did a good Same. job. Not ammonia. Not ammonia? No. Milliner. M- milnia? A milliner. Milliner. Not Thor's hammer then. Definitely not. That's Mjolnir. <laughs> that's what I was trying that's to a, say. You couldn't even say that. That's right. a deep cut. That's a deep Mjolnir. cut. Holy crap. That was worth it. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Good content. Good content. NRL round sixteen. We'll jump into it. Kicks off Friday night. I think it's it's uh, it's a, oh, I'm confused. It's at QCB Stadium. Say not at Suncorp. It's not at Suncorp. It's odd. Yeah, very odd. It's uh, QCB Stadium. <laughs> it's Cowboys uh, playing Panthers. The odds here are slightly different. Two dollars thirty plays a dollar sixty-two. I've got to ask everyone. Pistol, kick it off. Yeah, cows by twenty-four. By twenty, Christ. Okay. Yeah, fair, fair. I've got half out. I've got cowboy Cowboys by twelve. By twelve. Yeah, right. by thirteen. <laughs> thirteen. You Ooh. need it for the pistols multi. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cows. Cows by thirteen. Locked it in. Uh, I'll go Cowboys by six and Bretts. I'm gonna go Cows four. Cows four. Ooh, tight game. Tight. Tight. I think it might be. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. No right. Are you going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Cowboy jersey? I think I will. Member yeah. stand? Yeah. Free piss? I think I'm, I'm going I'm to come in on my member. No, no free piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be paying for my ripper roll like everyone else. <laughs> no, I think, I'll, I think I'm going to do... It, it, how's it selling, though? Because I've got a big bunch of mates going, and I think what I usually do is use my member's ticket and then just go sit with them. So I'll do that if possible. But if... Uh, Believe it's up there. Yeah, I haven't seen so I might end exact up. figures, but predicted figures. Are huge. I'll be honest. I honest when I get in there and my friends are like, "Oh no, you can't sit with us." I'm actually kind of relieved. I like watching it by myself in the members. Yeah. Just in the members, there, actually paying attention. It's like this guy here, doesn't go if he can't get in. <laughs> you said the ripper roll. There's a lot to be said about that. That's oh, mm. good. I was at Magic Round, and before they kicked, oh, I was hung over too. And I no. thought, I was, yeah, who would have thought? I need something to eat, and I'm out the back, and I'm chewing this ripper roll down just before kickoff. Come out, and we blitz the roosters. So, following week, hungover again from my fortieth. I'm at the game, about to kick off. And I, Hang on, there's a there's a, there's a, there's a memory thing here. There's a pattern. There. So I'm chewing down this ripper roll out the back. We go out, we pump for dragons while we're at thirty. It's a sign. So you got to eat the ripper roll mm. out the back, not in your seat. I will make sure on Friday that I eat a ripper roll out the back. I, where's out the back at the QCB? Oh, just wherever, just yeah, okay. the concourse. In the concourse. So, okay. yeah, so not but in you've got to be hungover. Yeah. yeah. So, so that means I'm getting drunk Thursday night. Yeah. Yes. Okay. To then do a radio show. Probably still Friday be pissed morning. on Friday morning. Just go straight for it. Which is some of the best shows. But yeah. then you'll have an afternoon <laughs> camp and then you'll wake up and your hangover will kick in Friday night. Okay, plan. I was going to ask if you've ever done a show <laughs> a little bit, you know, inebriated, but you just mm. said it's one of the best. So I don't oh, want to get you in trouble. No, nah, there's, I mean, when the ratings come out, the ratings in radio come out on a Tuesday. So there's often oh. a big celebration on Tuesday night. So it's a bit of a radio tradition to be dusty on the air on, on that Wednesday. But Fair. I mean, you just, when you get up at 3.45 every day, is a hangover. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, no doubt. Second game is on Saturday the 17th at 3pm, McDonald Jones Stadium, the Knights. Currently $1.52 up against the Roosters, bottom four side, two fifty five. Yeah, go on Knights. Fair. Yeah, I'll go Knights as well after the uh, Brisbane performance. I think you've got to go Knights. Roosters, no Teddy. I'm going Knights. Yep. Yeah, Knights. Yep. Not the Teddy's help. I think Knights big win as well. Yeah, could very likely be. In front um, of their home fans. Battle mm. of 12th versus 13th. It's not the most exciting game. Yeah, but... Oh yeah, they both have had two buys too. Mm. So you can see so it's the buys reflective. mess it up. You, you got to think about it. Five thirty PM at Combank Eels dollar fifty seven Manly two bucks forty pistol. I've gone Eels, but no confidence. Now we'll see. Either team wins, it doesn't help the Cowboy climb. So this maybe a draw. True. Do you want a team to not get too far away? Doesn't no, really matter, does it? Doesn't really matter. No, because one Manly's on eighth first ninth. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go be, Eels. Could be a good game. Could. Although, no DCE. Yeah, no turbo. No, no Mitch. No, no Mitch. Yeah, that's true no too Mitch. now. It evens it up. Mm. But there's a Gutho. There is a king. Actually, did a we king. also have a, a king? Not the yeah, king. king. 
Do so they have that Dylan Brown, or is he still on Sex no, Files? He's, he's stood down. Yeah, right. Yeah, on Sex Files. Sex files. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> now on Sex Files. Brilliant. That's what he got done for. Morgan, Manly. Yeah, I'll go Para for sure. Para, Para. Yeah, I like Para. Yeah, all right. Uh, only because it's a comeback. I'll go Para. Mm. I'm going to go Manly. Go Manly. Fucking the trend. Golden point. Ooh. Put your house on it. Yeah. Wish I had one. <laughs> go out and buy a Even house better. and yeah. put that house on it. Put the landlord's house on it. Hey, Chad, I need a removal list. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he probably knows one. Yeah. Uh, 7.35 p.m. at Campbelltown on Saturday is the Tigers at 2.95 up against the Storm at $1.40. Go on, Tigers. Of course you are. Yep. Go on, Tigers. This is why you're 97th. Cowboy climb. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go Storm. Storm. You going Storm? Yeah, I'll go Storm, yeah. Tell you what, I reckon this could be pretty close. I think it will be. No Munster? No Grant? Yeah. No Grant? Yeah. Geez, I'm no Welsh. No, no Coates now either. No Coates. Storm's really... No Welsh. Coates in the Maroons now. Oh, maybe I should go Tigers. <laughs> Tigers. Oh, you're going you're to change. Oh, well, after the evidence. Who are they missing? Grant, Munster and Coates. And Welsh. And Welsh. Welsh is... He's suspended. Suspended though, Yeah. Um, Tigers are missing that. You took a Pawi Kaka. It was Olakawatu. No, that's Manly. Manly. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm going Tigers. He's he's in alphabet. Alphabet. Can't say that anymore. Uh, I'm going to go Tigers as well, I think, here, actually. 295. Oh, you get up me for going them, and now you've changed. Yeah, it's my prerogative. It's in Sydney. No, I still think it's Storm. Still think Storm? Yeah. Okay. All right. Brooks, Brooks is playing for a contract. He is. <laughs> in Townsville. In Townsville. Remember me from the under 20? Toddy. 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 Remember me? Mm. Uh, Sunday the 18th, the last game of the round. There's too many buys, but it's 405 at uh, Points Bet Stadium. Sharks, a buck 23. The Bulldogs, four bucks 15. We know which way Morgan's going to go. I'm going, yeah. I'm going dogs. Uh, that's odd. Yeah, it is. Cowboy climb. Yeah, I like it. Orcs? Yeah, sharks for sure. Sharks, 100%. Yeah. Never sharks dogs. with Nico now. Never dogs. Yeah. Now that they've got Nico on. Yeah, now he'll be good. And now he's got a point to prove. And now is he's it raining? Well, this is the thing, Orcs, I was going to allude to. Did yeah. you see the Storm Sharks game on Sunday? Nico, driest hair you've seen all really? year. How'd he go? Storm put 50 on the Sharks. Yeah. yeah. A lot to be said about a wet haired Nico and Gotta a dry haired Nico. Mm hmm. Mm. Well, it's tipping for round 16. Like I said, plenty of buys. Plenty of buys. Fitler needs to think about that. But Origin next week, so could be fun. All right. Probably should look at the run sheet next, shouldn't I? Oh, run sheet. <laughs> this is a well-oiled machine. You've got a guest in the studio. This is what I do. It's late at night. It's 9.17. It's cool. Brett's bedtime. It is. We haven't have an ad yet, do we? It's your segment. Yeah, right. It's my multi this week, uh, brought to you by Fusion Networks for all your internet data providing needs, anything that you've got related, even IP addresses. Uh, he hit him sell up you at, an IP address. He could sell you an IP address, even get you on a virtual VPN. Uh, if you want pirated Netflix, hit up Morgie. He'll get you a US VPN. Oh, yeah, shut up. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's between us, oh, please. Shit. Jesus. Right. Maybe also, not that part. But also FusionNetworks.com. Fusion yeah, yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're just going to Lazy Four-Legger, and it's the same game this week. It's going to kick off our Friday night outstandingly. Uh, we are going Valame, Felt, and Lukey, anytime try scorers, into the Cowboys, win 13+. plus. 
20 bucks on that power play, 39.50. Total prize money, 6.65. That seems a tax bit, a little free one. cash. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a wee one. It's a very small one for you, Pete. It's just to set up Saturday's races. You're trying to yeah get something back. Got to get something back. Yeah, down a couple, down, just a couple, down a few. <laughs> we won't go into too much detail. Especially not if, if seconds were wins, yeah. it would have been gross. She knows how much went down. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Pete's in here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's, Pete's sleeping in the studio tonight. <laughs> Just the easy sheets on the bed. Four yeah. leg multi against a star studded less Panthers outfit at home. Cowboys will do a number on them. You'd think they'd do 13 plus, wouldn't you, Bretzy? I know. Oh, you said by four. I said four, mate. Pussy. Was, yeah. You'd think Felty scores. On his comeback match. Something to prove. Valamail. Valamail. Cross. Valamail's got to get three, doesn't Dearden's going to do a chip kick for Lukey. I love Dearden. Yeah. yeah. Worst thing the Broncos yeah. ever did. Let him go. Oh, the one that got away. Indeed. And if you're really keen, put that one on and just a little 10 bucks on Dearden first try scorer. First try scorer. That's yeah. not bad. That'll juice it. I feel mm. bad about saying I'm not putting that in. I'm regretting that. <laughs> no, don't. Don't. I'm regretting that. Don't let him twist your arm. No. Okay. He's gaslit me. Well... <laughs> He's it's good at Just gaslighting. <laughs> gaslit on a plain hey, Tuesday. They call him Origin. Yeah. Because of all the gas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That's, <laughs> Pull that's that on one. That's our cold open. That's that's that one there. <laughs> that's a good one. I love that's, it. I need to one. note that. You can use that tomorrow morning, by the way. <laughs> I, was, I was confused because I thought State of Origin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same. Same. Oh, it wasn't as clear as I designed it, that joke to be. It's the thinking what a joke. No, no. It's a. It's going to age well. Don't worry, I got confused in the middle of it too. <laughs> <laughs> like, where am I going with this? <laughs> no, no, I charged through. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, less said about that, I think. Uh, mm. That's good. No, that's good. That's why we call them AGL. All right, playlist. Gas and lighting. Okay, let's move on to the playlist before it just goes downhill <laughs> completely. It's getting big. Let's get this playlist. Yeah, I didn't post it up this week, so I'll do it this week. Yeah, me too. I mean, Great week. at updating it. Let's just say, this is what our good songs are for this week. No, no, the Spotify one's complete up to date. I just didn't screenshot it and put it on their oh, socials. Okay. All right. So. I might uh, kick this one off myself. Go your mind. artist. I'm taking the heavy, How You Like Me Now. Does that sound anything like the Toby Keith song, How Do You Like Me Now? I have no idea. What's no, the Toby Keith? Cool. How does the Toby Keith song go? Hum a few bars for us. How do you like me now? It does not go like that. That <laughs> sounds... Yours is the... How do you like me now? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. A lot cooler than the Toby Keith one. Yeah, the actual one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah a good one. Yeah. Toby Keith one's better. All right. Anyway, I've got that one. Right. It's sort of a reference to, you know, Cowboys weren't doing too well. How do you like us now? Oof. I'm going to put the Toby Keith one in next week. Please do. I won't. Uh, I've gone a bit of a blast from the past. Fun-loving criminals, Scooby Snacks. Holy moly. That's on. That is a blast from yeah. the past. Yeah, just pump it up a little. Pump it up a little. <laughs> Morgs? Um, I've got a song that I heard at a client's business this week i think they were on power 100 and i went out in the car and i just blasted the crap out of it for half an hour the cure friday i'm in love perfect and a friday game as well yep this is what he does his themes are that's perfect perfect just chef's kiss chef's kiss great song great song i put on repeat for about half an hour and just smashed it around towns on the car it's just brilliant you would have done 14 laps in your car Oh, I was, I was going okay. In half an hour? It was a tough week. And I mm, love just that song. needed that just to chill out. All right, Brads. Now, you've got a catalogue that you probably listen to every week. 
this isn't a whether you like it or not. This isn't Power One Hundred friendly, but I'm and a bit of a walk. I wanted to go on movie soundtrack one. Oh, oh. sorry, you've also got your own band as well. I do. Yeah, not anymore though. We broke up. What uh, was the name of that band? Uh, for the, Ma- the Mangroves. If anyone wants to check us what out, what style? Um, we described ourselves as eighties dad pub rock. Oh, that's cool. Sort of trying to be like a bit of a hunters and collectors mixed in with. I mean, every every song was sort of inspired by growing up in Brisbane. So there's there's bits of that. Self, self-written or cover? Self-written. Okay, cool. Self-written. Yep. So three albums we, we pumped out really? across, yeah. across a couple of years. Oh, yeah, that's Spotify? Not overly, yeah, you can find them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All on Spotify and the you get music. The Mangroves, yeah. Check it out. Track and look up on the uh, Facebook and the socials. Yeah, please. No, that'd be lovely. Yeah. Find them. Our lead singer moved to Europe, so we... Are you chasing a lead singer? We had to stop. Have you heard <laughs> I've got long hair. Yeah. <laughs> you actually look not unlike him, to be honest. <laughs> what instrument were you on? I was bass. You are bass? Oh, I love bass. My so cousin's the story, bass guitarist. Yeah. Ooh, well, he's, ooh, settle. I'm sure he's better than me. The story was I... It was kind of... So the podcast that mm. I mentioned at the top, I'm back in Brisbane. Yep. We had like the an episode where we came up with a fake band that was the most Brisbane band of all time. And then one of our mates who listened to the show, who's an amazing drummer, got in contact and was like, do you guys want to actually like do that, that band? band? So they all did it. But then I was obviously part of the podcast and I was like, well, I want to be in the band, but I can't play an instrument. So Joe, the other half of the podcast, taught me the bass. That's unreal. So that I could be in the band. So I only know how to play our song. That's so cool. And I don't know the notes. Like I don't yeah. know it, but I just know where my fingers have to go. So I know, yeah, I know yeah. the frets. So dead set to me, like if we're playing one of our songs, mm. I'm not saying like G A. I'm saying like eight, 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 twelve, 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 ten, 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 eight, eight, eight. So you don't take requests. This is all to say, go listen to it. The song I'm putting down is not a mangrove song though. Okay, it is Son of Man, Phil Collins from the Tarzan soundtrack. Tarzan soundtrack. It's an a movie written for a cartoon jungle guy has yeah. no right being this good. <laughs> and I think that and for, for both Cowboys and Bronx and all the teams really, like that kind of jungle fever I think will serve well. Jungle ball. Tap into a bit of that Tarzan spirit this year on Friday night as well. Like that 100%. Yeah. animalistic long hair swinging on vines, getting with Jane. I think that's what's going to get. Get in there, do a bit of hollering and beat yeah. your own chest. And son of man, like it's so, it's primal. It is. Question, do you own the rights to the music from the mangroves? Yeah. Can we play it? Yeah, please. Yeah, go for it. I'm just going to – you probably know the track. But. This is – Yeah. This is the first song on the first album. Yeah, it's the first one that came up when I searched for the mangroves. I'm getting a Jebediah kind of vibe. A little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, isn't it? It's a bit punky. There's, so it's mm. a strange band in that all that we have three singers. So Hamish and Joe do most of the singing, then on each album I have one song, which is a bit more theatre-y, theatrical, I suppose. Right. It's pretty cool. Very good. It does have that mm. Jebediah vibe. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it. Very good. That song is yeah. called uh, What's Better Than Brisbane. Yeah. As I said, as the course goes, yeah, yeah. Check it out. There's three albums. There's some. There's some songs about footy. There's a song called Les Kiss on the second album about the former Maroons player Les Kiss, and he actually reached out. His family sent him the song, and he sent us a video. Loved the song, and the song is like all about because when we used to live across the road from Suncorp, we'd walk around and look at the plaques of all the Origin players. We were and, and. Admittedly, first we were like Les Kiss. Well, what a crazy name! <laughs> and then he and we it became one of the songs. And then so the chorus is like, we know nothing about him. Is he alive? Is he dead? What happened to him? And he got in contact and was like, "Hello, boys. I'm dead. very much alive." <laughs> 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 
was coaching in London. Sydney Bears winger. Well, he co- yeah. yeah, yeah. And he coached in London. The London Island Lions is it? Is wow. That's decent. Yeah, he yeah. went over to the UK. Like, he sent us this video from London and was wow. coaching over there. And it's truth. I feel like he was in conversations. I don't think it couldn't have been Manly before Seabold got the tap, but, like, I feel like very preliminary conversations he might have been in. He might show up at the bloody Red V. Who knows? But well, Flanagan's been confirmed there. Flanagan. Oh, really? I missed that. Yeah. So. That's confirmed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. He actually did a statement pretty much as we started recording tonight uh, okay. saying, yep, I'm uh, confirming it. So there you go. Breaking news. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Breaking so news on delay. Yeah. <laughs> buy, some, uh, buy some pharmaceuticals around the uh, Red V area. Mm. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> My bad. Australia got up in the test championships as well. They did. They did. Oh. Just, I managed to watch the last couple of overs of that. and uh, Me too. Remember last week I said I haven't watched test cricket in like 10 years and I'm going to get on it? Yeah. I watched the last session. Fantastic. I loved every ball. Great yeah. session to watch. Yep. It was, it was good. so good. Yeah. And it's always yep. that entertaining. Oh, yeah. no, and we won't be taking any <laughs> questions sure at this time. <laughs> I watched bowling. I saw a line clean them up. I was like, this is amazing. It's like being bloody back in oh, primary school again. so good. It was crazy because like, I had primed myself. I, I'm in the challenge at the moment of being like, how the hell am I going to manage my sleep with the Ashes? Yeah. And the World Test yeah. Championship was like yep. the guinea pig for that. But yeah, when they wrapped it up in a session on Sunday night, I was in bed by 9.30. But good. I, I'm very concerned about the Ashes. And like I've considered going nocturnal and being like, is there a world in which I can watch the Ashes from 8pm through to like 4, go to work and then do the show and then leave at nine and just sleep throughout the day. Could be a nice challenge. Well, and I said that to Archie. I was like, we can, like, it's test cricket. Mm. You don't have to be paying attention all the time. Like, mm. the lunch break, the drinks breaks, we can plan the show while we're awake. And we just go full nocturnal for that six weeks. Desk Cafe, Blend 43. You can't yeah. go wrong. Yep. Yeah, it's like uni. It's just like, oh, you're staying up doing an all nighter. Like, anyway, we'll it's see if the boss signs off. It's a be, lot out of my age. There's yeah. something <laughs> to be said, though, about cricket and especially test cricket, but just night time, yeah. It's 1am, it's middle of the second session. It's peaceful. No one's in, you're not getting harassed by anything, you can just... And it's a meditative game. It really is. As it is, it just draws you in, it's slow, it's got a rhythm to it, it's like deep breathing. That's what I really enjoyed about it on a Sunday night, because I was normally like Sunday night, thinking about work, all the things I've got to do, and I was like, just thinking about the next ball. Mm. Really good. Playing the ball in front of you. I'm yeah, going to go to bed. Oh, hang on. One more over. It's nine o'clock at night. Yeah, look, one more over. One more. Four in the morning. Puck. That's what, that's what well, that's <laughs> day, day one, especially. Like, it was, you know, Warner, is he going to survive? Manus is yeah. in now. Osman goes for a duck. Like, and it was a green top as well. Oh, man. I was like, and, and there was exactly that. I was like, I can't turn this off. And it was just watching the minutes creep away, knowing I was like, I've got to get up in a few hours. But it, so it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough few weeks yeah. in the sessions. The two things I picked up from watching one session of cricket in ten years: Travis Head, great mo, yeah. reminds me of a bit of Bernie in there, which I think is intentional and but it has to be. He's playing into. <laughs> it. I think it's a bit on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> he must be playing into it. Number two, don't let Marnus review. Yeah, 100%. yeah, he's the worst yeah. reviewer. He's a shocker. You know he's going to review everything. Everything he thinks is out. Or he appeals on everything. I'm like, what is this guy doing? That ball was nowhere near. I didn't even know how many reviews we had. I'm like, Marta, stop doing it. <laughs> when he, and it's, it's annoying because it's like, yeah, he, he's effectively leaned into it so hard mm. that he had, you know, he's obviously a good cricket mind, but he's disqualified himself because of his carry on. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, I, I don't know why he can't be smarter about it. Like, it's, it's not like, we're all talking about it behind his back. It, yeah. it, it is a yeah. cliche in the media now that mm. everyone talks about 
don't listen to Marnus, yet he still appeals with such ferocity. If I'm him, I'm just like, just save face being like, saying nothing. And then Smith was like, doing these ones, like, why are we listening to Marnus? And then he's like, nah, we'll do it. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? It's strange. But he should know too. Like, he knows that Marnus is going to appeal on everything. Yeah. He's just just got the drive, he's got the passion. I mean, yeah. I suppose when you're in the moment. Did you see. Oh, there's I don't know the fallout of it, but he's taken a selfie after they've won. It's got the whole team, and then he's, oh, I love yes. this team. I love and then Dave Warner's comment underneath: "Thanks for taking a photo without me in it." <laughs> <laughs> he's probably a bee's dick off yeah. camera. He's probably talking to Candace or something. Mate, if you want to talk to your wife, fuck off. <laughs> Did you see that Marnus was asleep while Warner was in? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So he had yes. Eyes shut like as well. Mm. Like, he, yeah. and he it seemed like he. Woke up. It Here's a list. Yeah, Here's you, would, a you wouldn't take a nap while Warner's batting, would you? If you're next up. No. Because yeah. any time. In England. <laughs> In England. Exactly. Who, you know, there's all this talk about Warner this, Warner that, and I think Tommy and me said it, but who do you bring in, though? Like, he is still... A, he, I'd rather have Warner knowing that you might get a duck mm. or a hundred as opposed to someone that He's just got to might eat. scrap their way to a solid three. I think he did enough with that 43 in the first innings, and that was difficult batting. That was hard batting. Sent in by India, England, green top. But I think as well, like, yeah, exactly as you say, is Marcus Harris going to make me feel any less nervous when he's facing Stuart Broad coming around the wicket? Yeah. No. Renshaw? I Marcus like, is, is Renshaw's right, solid enough, but, yeah, it, if it's between Warner and Harris, I'd take Warner any day of the week. I think I'd do as well. Like, there, And there are people on the heads. I mean, the great tragedy is Will Pukowski, who... Yeah. He's just been concussed out of the game, essentially. He got but concussed playing beach volleyball. Bro, it's... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the ball hit his head. Not even a spike, just... Wow. Yeah. It's not good. No, he's not meant to be playing sports, I got. Mm. No, definitely not. All right, we might uh, wrap it up there. I'll be here all night, clearly. I'm down for cricket chat. Yeah. We can tell. Hey. Come nocturnal, boys. Just yeah, oh, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. I did that in the World Cup one that year. It was England-New Zealand grand final. Same night, Federer and Novak are playing Wimbledon final. Yeah. I had money on Fed and money on Kiwis of in, course. A, in a two-leg multi. Of course, it goes to a super over in the cricket. Yep. Day. It goes to a five-setter in Wimbledon, <laughs> 12 set, 12 each. <laughs> then the tie break on top of because it both got to 12. It's not just infinite anymore. They covered it 12 games. <laughs> then it goes to that tie break. So, and Novak wins and Poms wins. It's like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> 5.45 in the morning, I start work at 7.30. Mate, you're on time for once. Well, it's one of those ones. Oh, one more over. One more, oh, one more point. One more set. One more. 5.45's asleep, <laughs> mate. I would have been up for three hours. That's pistol. Pistol blazing two guns. On the spot. Pew, pew. Good yeah. video. I'll try. Get it out there. Yeah. Morgan Holmes Evans. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Always. I'm XR Bob on Twitter, uh, and the guy sitting across, our, our wonderful guest tonight, Brett's from Power 100. Thanks for having me, guys. Had a have, lot of fun. Do you have your Thanks own Twitter in. handle, or is it... Uh, it's just Brett's. Just Brett's? Yeah, I think, oh, Instagram. I don't go on Twitter too much anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think enough. it's Henry Brett's at Twitter, and mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, just listen to Power 100, 5.30 till 9, weekday mornings. Indeed, indeed. And you can find us at, at on the Ranch NQ. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Everything else. LinkedIn. Have you- LinkedIn. Have you got the winner for going to Origin with you? Nah, but Friday, Friday morning. Oh. We're, we're doing that. So, is there a late chance to put a name into the draw yes. for that? Power100.com.au could give you a call. Though now that this is on the record, that would not look good. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut, cut that, cut, cut that. <laughs> All right, up the boys on Friday night. Go the cows. Go the cowboys. 
was actually a dirty blue as well. Need your carpets or upholstery cleaned fast? Whether it's a spring clean, bond clean, or just wear and tear from the pets and kids, Be Clean NQ is your premier quality carpet, upholstery, rug, and mattress cleaning service. They'll go above and beyond to guarantee the best job at the best price. And they're 100% locally owned and operated. Have a chat to the busy bees at Be Clean NQ today. Go to beeclean.com.au. Because they're not happy until you are.